Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. Yes, we do, Nat. And this week we are talking how to learn as an adult. As an adult. Learning as an adult, keeping that brain schwup. Uh-huh. And we're going to be talking about the types of adult learning styles, how to explore what you might want to study, and different ways to learn, even if it isn't teacher-student oriented. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to keep your little noggin and check up here. And I feel like if you're a listener of our podcast, like, yeah. You like learning. You know? We this is like very learn. nerd energy that we're yeah. doing right now, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. But it is what it is. And <laughs> that, um, we have some housekeeping. Do you want to? Uh-huh. So you guys know we've got the new segment, Random Advice. Random, Random Advice. <laughs> and um, if you've got something that you need advice on, anything, any topic, go ahead and DM us on Instagram at am I doing this right pod or shoot us an email, am I doing this right pod at gmail.com. It's completely anonymous. We will not say your name. Yeah, and if you're just like going through something and you're like, God, I wish I could tell someone this. Yes, that's unbiased. We don't know you. We don't, we know, don't you. know your life like that. Yeah, we'll just be <laughs> too straight. <laughs> okay, and now what are we drinking? Because this is a very interesting oh, bottle. This is a specialty uh, episode because it is the one closest to Halloween, right? Yes. So we are drinking the, it's from the Buccaneer. It's back from the dead red. Yes, it's from King City, California. Back from the dead red. Dark red blend. It is like a a, a woman, vam, I would say a vampires, vampires. She's like a woman vamp- with very Medusa-like hair. I believe she's a pirate. Oh. <laughs> is is my vibe. Right. That, you, would you agree? I would say that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pour it. Oh, she's definitely a pirate. She's a pirate. But the top of the bottle has like blood dripping down from it. Yeah, it Ooh, does. This is so interesting. I oh. know. Okay. Okay, we'll see. I really have no idea. Well, uh, happy Halloween. I still don't have my Halloween uh, plans together. <sighs> but we're also celebrating something else because we're in a new studio. Oh, yeah, we are. We're finally, um, we're out of We're out of Corinne's guest room. We're out of the guest room, which <laughs> came after. What was the, where were we before that? Uh, Your apartment. We were in my apartment living room. And then yeah. we were, before that, we were in the movie theater in at the my movie mom's theater house. At your mom's. And then we were in the pool. We started we in, in the, the pool, pool house, house. casita. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there were some other random ones thrown in there, perhaps. Oh, for sure. Um, we did the pilot at my dad's house. Yep. Yep. All we've been those, all over the we've place. We've been all over the place, but here we are now. This is our first, like, legit studio. Yeah. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of Good us. For look, us. Look, look at where look we at are us. now. Okay, cheers, Nat. Cheers to Halloween and to being here. It smells weird. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to I don't know. I feel like my taste buds aren't on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what? We'll discuss this at the end. Let's. let's... <laughs> hmm. It's okay. interesting. It's also, really interesting. if you're listening to this right now, Natalie and I are um, on our little trip. We're going to New York. Yeah. A little East Coast fall. We just wanted a little East Coast fall. Check you know, in we with do... some friends. Yeah. You know, we do our little trips. Yeah. We just like, and you guys know, we're, we're little travel buddies. We're little travel we're buddies. We're little travel buddies. And we thought, let's just go head over there. 
head over to that side of the that side of the woods, that, that neck side of the, the woods. woods. Yeah, see see some new leaves. See what's going perhaps. Yeah, you know, I think in LA, living in LA, like we don't get. Even though today we'll say it was different because we had like a little bit of a cold, rainy morning, but we don't really get. The I mean, full... we had a cold, rainy morning, but am I in denim shorts? Yes. Yeah, you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... No, I'm wearing a sweater and I'm very hot. It's hot. It was. I put it on. I said this was an immediate mistake. <laughs> it was not right. It was not. Yeah. A good sitchy, but yeah, we're on our little uh, East Coast fall trip. Uh huh. So catch us in the stories. Yeah, we'll be in the stories. Um, probably doing some sort of fall related event activity. (laughs) We love an activity too. We love an activity. And we love learning. Straight up. Straight up. We love to learn. (laughs) Um so yeah, now let's get into the episode. I, I I think we both we chose this because we really I feel like our lifelong learners, yes. we love a class, we love a course, we love, we love a, mm-hmm. we just love something new. And that's not, to, here's the thing, I will say, I hate school, fucking hated school, always, right. but I love to learn. Same. So we're going to get into all types of everything. Yeah, now what are the different, let's start with the types of adult learning. Yes, so type number one, it's called transformative learning. Okay. So the transformative adult learning theory coined by Columbia professor Jack Mesereau. You're so good at saying names like that. Oh. Never. Thank you. Um, Sometimes it's called transformational learning. It's focused on changing the way learners think about the world around them and how they think about themselves. So for example, learners studying religions of the world may gain new perspectives on their principles and thoughts about regions and cultures as they learn more about different religions. Okay, can I just pop off that one? Absolutely. Um, I read, uh, I didn't grow up with this, but I read a Buddhism book this year mm-hmm. um, that I love. I'll actually link in the show notes because I can't think of the name of it right now. And it really changed. I'm not a Buddhist. I didn't become a Buddhist. But I did was like, oh, I think about this, you know, thing a little bit differently now. Mm-hmm. Or I, I absolutely loved reading my Buddhism book. And so I'll link it. But that was something where I did not it kind of expanded my. It was, was, it was trans- transformative, it perhaps. Was, it was transformative. <laughs> Um, another type of adult learning is also saying adult always makes me think it's X-rated. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. It, I, I hadn't considered that until just now. Yeah. I adult don't know why. Learning. But another type of adult <laughs> learning is self-directed learning. So self-directed learning is the process where individuals take initiative in their learning. They plan out, they carry out, and evaluate their learning experiences without the help of others. So learners set goals. They determine their educational or training needs implement a plan and more to enhance their own learning so you kind of like take the initiative choose your own adventure you're like oh i want to know more about kind of like lin-manuel miranda who he read the hamilton book like the 500 page book and he was like i love this guy i'm gonna learn more about him i'm gonna figure it out i'm gonna do it and then now he has a play and now now he's a millionaire now he's got all kinds of things I think he might be – no, he's not. I was going to say, is he an EGOT? No, he's absolutely not. He's EGOT potential, though. EGOT potential, for sure. Um, the next the next type is experiential learning. So experiential learning theory focuses on the idea that adults are shaped by their experiences and that the best learning comes from making sense of your experiences. So instead of memorizing facts and figures, experiential learning is a more hands-on and reflective learning style. Adult learners are able to utilize this theory and learn by doing instead of just hearing or reading about something. So role play, that doesn't uh, do well so with your whole thing. It's with not, the... not that type of role play, <laughs> but it could be, but, but it's not. Whatever you want. 
um, <laughs> role play, <laughs> hands on experiences and and more. They're, those are all part of experiential learning. OK, makes sense. And then the next type is project based learning. So project based learning utilizes real world scenarios and creates projects for students that they could encounter in a job in the future. So students can choose their own projects and pursue things they're interested in, which is a great option for adult learners who need real world applications from their learning. Interesting. Interessant. Interessant. As one oh, would say. Oh, we're going to get there. Put a, put, it, put a pin in that. Also circle back. Circle back to that. Yeah. So now, how do we determine what learning path is right for you? Okay. So according to Western Governors University, they say, number one, setting goals. So for example, learners, learners who have a specific career goal in mind will have a better experience as they pursue their degree program. Or adults who want to learn Spanish might have a specific goal to be conversational before a trip to Mexico or something. Mm-hmm. Um, adult learners need these goals because their learning is more in their own hands than a younger learner. Yeah, that makes Obviously, sense. we never got to choose what we learned K through 12. And then once once you're an adult, you kind of get your own spin on things mm-hmm. um, and also decide what your why is so knowing why you want to pursue education will help adult learners feel confident about their learning process understanding why different courses will help them reach their goal can make them stay more more motivated as well yeah yeah like you know why am i doing this why am i doing this well maybe for fun perhaps. Yeah. So let's get into uh, some fun fun types of learning here. Yeah, I really think the number one thing that when you're in your adulthood you want to learn, which is very common, is another language. Uh-huh. Um, and looking through the data, it's quite clear that there is a statistical advantage to starting your learning earlier. Uh-huh. So if you compare the average score of learners who started at different age, there's a clear advantage to having started earlier, especially with the right. language, you know. Like but dual immersion kids. Oh, yeah, me too. Jealous I'm so kids. jealous. And so I think a lot of people think it's impossible. However, the data tells us that it is not impossible to learn a language in adulthood. On average, less likely certainly but there are thousands of people who participated in the study that we're referencing and they got a score in the range that would be a native speaker and these are people who started learning whatever language it was after the age of 20. okay so you can still you can still be a little fluent yeah i have a little little croissant a little croissant (laughs) (laughs) um studies also suggest that learning a new language as an adult actually reroutes brain networks igniting shifts that can have long-term implications on memory and cognitive function so like wow put think, away the sudoku ladies and yeah, gents yeah but think like dementia alzheimer's things like yeah. parkinson's things like that like this you know keeping that brain sharp is yeah it's good for you it's very important so now what are some of the best ways to learn a language if that's something that you want to do mm-hmm. so we all know there's a lot of apps out there yep. and there are definitely ones for learning languages so these types of apps they offer bite-sized vocabulary and grammar lessons at your fingertips and many are free or like super super cheap yeah um one of them's duolingo we love a duolingo moment yeah we love duolingo we um, both have it yeah if your language needs go beyond the core support by most language apps then go ahead and and look at duolingo but the wealth of content isn't even duolingo's best feature it's also completely free 
which is surprising given the volume of language and overall polish to the lessons. Yes. Tons of languages, too. Yeah. Like, you can, like, learn the most random language on Duolingo yeah. if you want. And that little owl will start harassing you if you don't. Oh, I had to turn my notifications off and be like, hey, you haven't been here in a while. I know. Like, they send me emails that are kind of mean. I know. I'm like, stop harassing. Like, I'm like, Shit. give me a break. I've got a lot going on. <laughs> Fuck. We love it. <laughs> but we still, we still stand. <laughs> Not sponsored, by the way. No. Um, another one is Babbel. So Babbel's quickly become one of the most popular language learning apps with more than 10 million subscriptions sold. And the curriculum is designed by linguists. The app uses evidence-based proven teaching methods and offers learning in a variety of formats. And it is more similar to a course than Duolingo is. Duolingo's kind of like kind of like games kind of like one-off little games yeah where i think babble's like more like okay i'm in a like a little course remember like rosetta stone i think it's like similar yes. but like right but you do pay for this one yeah you do have to pay for babble yeah another way to learn a language is to practice in your community after you master your vocabulary and you memorize your grammar rules you can take your knowledge out into the world with you and actually in la there's this thing called um french in mind mm-hmm. um where it's just like people who like french that just like meet up and just and like just speak french yeah they get like breakfast on sundays and you just like speak french why not <laughs> why not uh, another thing you can do is to join a language exchange program so language exchange programs they pair people up in the hopes that they can teach each other their native languages through conversation oh so like you would teach them english and they would teach you in spanish or spanish whatever. that'd be oh. kind of cool that'd be really fun and you get a pal and get a friend. We, we love a friend. friend. Um, one of the best ways also to learn a language is immersion. So if you get a chance, travel to a country with your target language. And rather than stay in a big city full of tourists, try to stay in a little small local town, mix with the locals, mm-hmm. find the love of your life, which did happen to my friend, Simone. She's the prime right. example of how learning language can change your life. Damn. She, she was dual immersion, though. She had a high Those school. dual immersion kids. She learned French. She studied abroad in French and in France. She met her... Man, Man's. moved out there, and this bitch still lives there today. I mean, and she has all French friends, and she's just of course, and she's just the coolest. Yeah, she's all Parisian and cool. God damn it, God damn it. <laughs> Actually, we had her on an episode. We did way back in the day. We did. I she think... was like one of our like third yes. guests or something. Yes, you can go back and find it. <laughs> um, and then finally, language classes. Studies show that people who feel like they're working as a team, even if they're not physically together, accomplish more. And one of the way, the best ways to do this is by finding a language class or a community of like-minded learners who can support you. And you have a little bit of experience in this. This is my time to shine. This is your, this is your moment. Take it away. I put on my New Year's resolution list, which I do every year, do French more. Uh, um, it said commit to my French studies. Yes. So I joined a little Zoom class in this year. Um, and I have two friends, Kate and Ellen, and our teacher, Michaela. And we've been studying French all year together on Zoom. They're all in Boston. Uh-huh. <laughs> all of them. And because I joined through the Boston French Cultural Center because I'm in LA and it was Zoom. I said, I don't care. This time works How for did me. you find it? You just Googled it? Yeah, I was just Googling like French classes, Zoom classes. And then I found that this Boston French Cultural Center had it. And it was via Zoom. So I said, I can go. Yeah. And so I have my little friends. Hi, guys. And she also, you studied French in, in high school. Oh, and I remembered nothing. I remember. Oh, same. I, did I took te- French I did test well. into this class, and I tested at a 1.2. When I tell you I could actually speak Spanish 10 times better than French, and I was in French for four years. Yeah. 
but again, you, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yellow. Right. It. So you know all these things, immersion classes, all that. Very good to. Uh, <laughs> To keep things going. Yes. So just beyond a language, if you want to learn anything, mm-hmm. cooking, uh, what do people learn? Dance. Dance. Um, there's a lot of different methods available to you, either uh-huh. courses or classes. Or classes. So like classes are single classes that you can sign up for kind of on a whim. So for example, you want to learn a bit about dance. You can take a dance class. You can take a pottery class, a cooking class. And they're a great way to try to find something that you're interested in without the commitment of a very like large curriculum. And there's not like homework or shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so pro like a, a pro to taking a class would be that they're relatively cheap, pretty much no time commitment except for like maybe the one or two days you go. Um, and it can spark an interest in you that might lead you to a new a new hobby or even a new career path. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but a con to s- some classes would be that without a diligent routine, there is a cap at how much you can actually learn in like one single class. Yeah. You know, I mean, with the exception of like, there's like a CPR class. Yeah, that... like I did my like CPR certification in a day. So you can, you can yeah. learn a great deal, but also I feel like there's like a you can't yeah. not much a single class right like for example um me and my friend kathleen a few years ago we took a macaron like a macaroon making class oh, wow. at the culinary institute and um i don't remember one single. i was gonna say you never made me a macaron. oh <laughs> i couldn't make one if my life depended on it honestly and i think i just sort of like made we made them i ate them and that was the last i ever thought about it <laughs> So it did not spark a a new career path for me, but it was fun. But it's fun, and I had a tasty treat at the end. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> so okay. um, another thing you could do though is, like we said, the courses and the certifications. So once you've decided to fully commit to a subject, like for example, a screenwriting course or you know a career based course, you can enroll at an online school or like a community college or even like a higher education. Um, place like a grad school uh-huh. or, or even like a craft school or something like that um, and you know esthetician school real estate training cosmetology school all of that like, that's yeah. kind of like the bigger courses that are going to change and shape your career yes um, and yeah we tend to forget that learning can also be experiential as well so even courses that end in certifications like a scuba diving mm-hmm. you know, one that is going to enhance and enrich your life yeah you can pop on down yep (laughs) go on down and it's like it's cool because it's like there's that element you know I took a you know I was two seconds away from being certified and then I didn't do the final dive oh really I know but I was also 12 that's like me and my marketing minor I was one class away same with me in art history why did I do that I tell people I got a marketing minor I could have been a double major if I just took one more class I didn't want to stay for another semester oh hell no I wasn't no way um but yeah so you have like the written element, but then you also have this experiential element, kind of like the, it, that experiential learning part from before of the actual like dive and yeah, and all that. So hey, and you get a little certification at the end. Yeah, so you can do that whenever you want because you've learned it. Because you've learned. Because you've learned it. it. <laughs> but what are some non-class options if you want to learn as an adult? Yes. Yeah. So I think one of the most obvious is just reading. So just get in the habit of always reading something. There's no possible way to read everything available, obviously. So start your to-be-read list now. 3,000 books are published every day. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's in, insane. In the United States alone. 
Wow. Isn't that nuts? Um, so you can find one on pretty much any topic you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, also, don't wait until your kids are older, you get enough sleep, or you have more time. Like something up, something's always going to come up that you're going to be like, I just don't want to read it, you know? Start with the goal of just even a few pages a day um, and pursue your interests, but kind of stretch your, your brain and try new things. So historical biographies, nonfiction that challenges your thinking, and classics, those are a great a great way to kind of just start the reading process. You want you want things that you're interested in. And I in. also just want to circle back to Lin Manuel because mm-hmm. he had just fallen upon this book about Alexander Hamilton and he like I might be making this part up where he read it on a train. That might be J.K. Rowling. Um who wrote uh Harry Potter on the train? Nope, she was in a coffee shop. Okay, so maybe it was him, but like yeah. he just read this 500-page book about Alexander Hamilton, knew nothing about him and was just like I know I just said this, but like I don't know. It just sparked like, a whole. It yeah, like that doesn't whole sound life. interesting to me, but like it changed his life. Yeah, it really did. Um, another way to learn that's not in a class is to watch things like documentaries, docu series, biopics, or even shows like Martha Stewart or like mm-hmm. The Food Network or whatever. So you can learn new skills, and it can feel like you're learning in a very casual, at home way. Yeah, I love a documentary or a docu series because similarly to this Lin-Manuel thing it's like sometimes I can get caught up in one and I'm just watching it and then it sparks this whole other interest where I'm like oh god I gotta get a book on this I'm gonna go online I'm gonna look up all these different things yeah you know it can kind of really take you into deeper learning about whatever the topic is also something Nat and I recommend drunk history Oh, I love Drunk History. It's a show on Comedy Central that goes through historic um, events events every episode but the narrator is drunk I like these actually drunk they drink show. and so it's so fucking funny and you learn some you learn cool a lot stuff. and then that that's actually one of those shows where i watch it and then like afterwards i get super interested and i start googling um yeah drunk history if you want us on they your have show. one about um the big be- uh how halloween came to be so go oh, watch that one cool uh another way to learn outside of a classroom is to surround yourself with people who are different than you people from different cultural upbringings familial dynamics religious backgrounds things like that that will teach you a lot through their firsthand perspective traveling also is a great way to learn as an adult yes i've learned a lot through travel about myself and about other cultures about cultures Mm -hmm. and of course the last but not least podcasts Podcasts. Podcasts are an amazing outlet that allow you to learn something new literally every day. You know, our podcast is all about learning shit uh-huh. that we didn't know. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're interested in it, there's a 99% chance that there is at least one podcast on the subject that you want to learn from. Um, and if you have an interest in learning about, like, science, you can mm-hmm. resonate with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Or you can look him up and see that he has a podcast. Or you can hear interviews he's done on other people's podcasts as well. So, like, yeah. you know... Most people have podcasts these days. Let's just be honest. Pretty with you. much. Everybody does. So if you're interested in somebody <laughs> or a topic, you can find a podcast. You can on find it. a podcast. Pretty much guaranteed. And I'm also just going to recommend our own podcast that you're listening to. Yeah. You're already listening <laughs> to it, but we're going to recommend it anyways. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So now, should we talk about our own experiences with adult learning? Because we, we yeah. learn a lot. We learn a lot. We learn a lot. Pretty much we're always in some sort of like course or class mm-hmm. or something. And I've taken a lot throughout the years post-grad. And right now I'm actually taking a graphic design course that I'm very excited oh, about. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, I I did take a Spanish class online like right after I graduated college. Um, but it was short lived. <laughs> it was short lived uh, because I realized that as much as I really love learning, I need to take courses that I'm genuinely like super interested and really enjoy, which usually is like something with art or design or business related. Yeah. Otherwise, I just it's more like a chore. Yeah. Than you that have I to really want to do want it. To do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, like I'm the same way as you. Like I love to learn and I like feel stagnant if I'm not actively in a course mm-hmm. that's why i'm in a lot of courses at all times yeah. and i actually have to dissuade you sometimes i'm like nah. you're not gonna be happy because i just signed up for an acting course <sighs> on top of my french <sighs> course i will let you because we you just finished you wrapped doll face yes so i'll let you have that um but i usually like you like gravitate towards like career focused learning mm-hmm. but i'm really like trying to push myself right now to like that's why I'm in the French class like there's no unless I go to like con or can or whatever the fuck but mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna really use French I'm not gonna become a French actor like that's not gonna happen but it's just never say never never say never but it's like okay I just like want to do that I just like it I like the language I like to learn it but normally I'm in an acting class or I'm in a screenwriting class um and I actually decided recently I'm gonna take guitar lessons next year oh yeah, yeah I'm you excited and and I take dance classes every Friday yeah so it's like you know that's how we learn that's how we learn in our lives i'd love to read more and i'd love to read more like um like historical biographies you know i'm trying to write hamilton i gotta stop talking about hamilton she's like i just want to find that biography i'm trying to make a millie real quick i know i know (laughs) all right well we hope you learned more about how to we hope you learned more Uh about how to approach Learning. learning as an adult what types of options you have for continuous learning and how you can make a plan that is best for you and that you can enjoy. Yeah. It's all about the enjoyment, too. Yeah. Like we were saying, don't take a class that you're like, I fucking hate this. Yes. Take I, one that you're like, this is super interesting and I can't wait to learn more. Yeah. So now, should we circle back on the wine that we're drinking this? Uh, I thought it was Medusa. I guess she's a pirate she, woman. I think she's a pirate. The Back from the Dead Red. Back from the Dead Red. Where this came from, I have no idea. Uh, Do you want to introduce our hottie of the week? Oh, I love our hottie of the week. It's a great one. It's a great one. You suggested her. I suggested her. She's my queen, Megan the Stallion. Meg the Stallion. Because guess what? Guess what? A what? What? She is actually still in college and is graduating this year to get her degree. And I think it's in hospitality. Oh, my God. Good for her. Good for her. I'm like, you are. She's literally like making millions being a rapper. And she's still finishing her degree up. And I'm like. We love that for we you. We love that for you, Meg. I wish I could go to her graduation. Me too. That would be. They're probably going to be live streamed. What if she performed? <laughs> what if she twerked at her graduation? I would live. I would live for that. <laughs> Resurrect. Resurrect just for that. <laughs> okay, one to Meg the Stallion. What are we reading this back from the dead red? So what, before when you said, um, I feel like my taste buds are like gone, it's like, it's extremely drinkable, but I'm like, is it water? It's light. It, you know what it is? It's so light. It's so it do- light. That, that I, that's why I was like, I my taste buds aren't working. I'm stuttering from drinking. <sighs> Interesting. I feel fine. Okay. What do you, one to Meg the Stallion. What do you think? There's nothing bad about yeah. it. You go first. I don't want to say it. Like an eight? Like an eight. eight. I know, I know, I know we, we do, do eight all long. the time. But, but it's, not recently, actually. We've had some real duds yeah. recently. No, this is like good. It's nice. It's drinkable. Super drinkable. Well, maybe, maybe we give it a seven because it's not, it doesn't have like a, a lot of flavor. You could never describe it. 
It's a very simple red wine. It's very simple. You know what? This would be, speaking of learners and all this, if you were like just graduating college and you're like, I don't like red wine. This would be a good one to this. Because it's very, I could just I wonder if this is limited edition though, because this bottle is fucking insane. It probably is. (laughs) But hey, still Google it and uh, and check it out. It'll be linked in the show notes if you want to pick up a bottle. So this part of the episode is play a little wrap-up game, and this week we're playing Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Right. But apparently Corinne doesn't have one. I have one. I just thought of it. Oh, okay. My Unpopular Opinion, uh-huh. and this is topical because uh, these two just got engaged, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian, as well as Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, extremely cringe. That is not unpopular. A oh, lot yes. of people think they're oh, cringy. People are like so like, oh my God, a true love story. Like what? the fact that they got engaged that. the other day and they were like, oh my God, I want to be proposed this way. No. I think Cringe. I think they are in love, but I think they are I don't like the capitalization. I think they're you know, but that's what they do. That's what the Kardashians do. Ugh. They gotta make a brand. I also think that standing the Kardashians is extremely embarrassing. I can't talk about that because I will say recently when I got COVID and I was home for 10 days, I did watch a lot of Kardashians. But you don't stand them. I don't stand them. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. They're fine. I'm actually not unbothered by them. I'm actually impressed. Yeah. That's okay. fine. So my unpopular opinion um, is that I don't think people normally go this way is that I think hot dogs are better than burgers. Oh, agree. I know you agree with me. I know you agree with me, but I think other people yeah. would rather fuck with a burger True. than True. a hot dog. True. Sebastian, what do you think? Oh boy, it's burgers all the way. <gasps> See, See unpopular. I'm saying. I knew it was unpopular. unpopular. All right. Yeah, that no. was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. I fuck with a hot dog. Me too. Any day over a burger. Any day. Um, all right. So that's the episode. Thanks for listening. And if you liked it, don't forget to rate and review the podcast or share it with a friend. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. Love you guys. We're out of here. Okay.